Hi there everyone, my name's Sarah, I'm from Myosh. Um, welcome to today's webinar, which is on the four-step methodology for reopening business. Um, I'm going to hand over to Jeremy Liu in just a moment. He's the General Manager of Certification for Bureau Veritas and he'll be presenting today's webinar on behalf of Bureau Veritas. Um, before we um, hand over to Jeremy, I just want to say you can answer questions in the Q and ask questions in the Q&A panel, which is on your webinar software. And also we will send out a recording and a podcast of the presentation probably tomorrow. Um, I'll also drop a link in the chat to future webinars. The next um, webinar will be next, um, we have one on next Tuesday on a risk assessment module that we've just released for pandemics. And also next Thursday, contractor management obligations, risks and challenges. Um, and that's on June the 4th. So over to you, Jeremy, and thank you for joining us today. No worries. Thank you, Sarah. And thanks, uh, Mayosh, to give us the opportunity to present today. So hi, everyone. Um, before we start on the topic, very briefly about who we are. So Bureau Veritas, uh, it's a global company with international presence in about 140 countries. And we've got uh, basically expertise in testing, inspection and certification for, I suppose, nearly 200 years. Um, in Australia, our footprint, we've got about 1,800 people uh, providing regulatory industrial inspections, engineering services, uh, anything related to lab testing, so for minerals, food lab, um, we provide building certification and basically I myself look after the ISO management system and product certification across the Pacific. So it's a fairly large organization. So now moving to the topic, so basically we're seeing that after I guess several weeks of lockdown, uh, companies and institutions are gradually preparing to restart activities. So some of them have restarted already, uh, but with a very single priority in mind, which is to guarantee the health and safety of the employees, uh, customers and any users basically. So as we all hear, you know, society may not change radically, but for sure there'll be what they call a new normal. So I'm sure you've seen our kids all over the news, all over social media. Um, and until basically a vaccine is found, we will have to leave and, and continue to move forward alongside the virus. So that means that we need to go back to work, need to go back to our local shops, um, kids will go back to schools and, and basically any other public places uh, and, and we'll have to interact with people. You know, it's not something we can avoid. Um, the, no doubt that the pre-crisis lifestyle will return um, eventually, but under very different conditions and with new rules. And one of the questions that would be on the back of everybody's mind is that are all the measures that are taken collectively and individually effective? well implemented and sufficient to basically protect us. So from a business point of view, as you're all aware, one of the key challenges would be to rebuild trust uh, so that life can resume, you know, little by little uh, and with peace of mind. So to meet that challenge, uh, companies will need to address health, safety and origin issues as they return to work and act transparently. So they Basically, the, all the organizations, they're thinking about what processes to put in place, 
how to best proceed and when it's done, how to reassure the employees, customer, users, and any stakeholders, basically the society, that they have taken all the protective measures required by the situation. This uh, crisis is obviously a health challenge, but also a business challenge that invites us to rethink all work and organizational processes as we knew it. So to meet these particular needs, uh, basically Bureau Veritas uh, at global level has developed a dedicated services offer to support business recovery. So we call that uh, Restart Your Business with BV. So it's, uh, that's, uh, that's under this banner and, and the specific product called Safeguard. So I'll, I'll give you more details in the next few slides, but Restart Your Business with BV is basically, it consists of a site assessment solution designed to verify implementation of health protocols. It is, um, as you can see on that one, it's, it's basically applicable to very different sort of companies from all sorts and sectors, as well as any establishments open to the public. So you can see that it's, uh, it's valid from what we call B2B2C. Uh, the hospitality sector is basically pretty, pretty big on that. You know? So they, this service started on the back of a global agreement we have with Accor Group to audit basically about 3,000 hotels worldwide. Uh, banks um, are, are interested as well, all the branches to, to give comfort to the, to the customers that they can come back to the local branch. Obviously, retail and, and shopping malls, restaurants, um, leisure, so we like cinema and, and, and anything like that. Um, also valid for what we call the B2B in the private sector, so industrial sites, corporate building, construction sites, and the final one is B2B um, within the public sector, so schools, public transport, any public building, and uh, sports, basically, which is, uh, which is another, another big one at the moment. Um, how, this, uh, how does this work? So we'll go in, in more detail in a minute, but basically what it works is that we define a list of control points with our clients, uh, and this is based on good practices, protocols, procedures that needs to put in place. Uh, we conduct an independent audit to make sure that uh, it's been implemented at site level. If the, the facility, pass the audit, uh, we grant them a label and a certificate and give them access and, and list them basically on a, on a global consumer website that I'm gonna show you um, later as well. Um, the first step for us is to define the list of control points. So of course, establishing health and safety protocols is essential for your facility or your site to understand the mitigation measures to be implemented. So health protocols, they all have a common basis, you know, it's, it's, uh, and it's about social distancing and basic hygiene measures. So now, after those two elements, there's a need to understand the specific challenges of each business sector, as this will determine the additional requirements and basically recommendation that must be considered. So measures that you're gonna take, you know, needs to be, they need to be tailored to the physical environment of your, of your site. So an office obviously is not the same as a hotel or restaurants, a workshop or public facility. So when we look at those things, you know, obviously organizing, for example, how people move around, are you plan shift, are you um, put up the office layout, you know, so those are just a few examples, but um, it's very important to consider 
um, look, I'll, I'll put some example of the elements you know, in that slide, but basically policies that you may have, procedures you may have, and more importantly, how you communicate that to your um, staff. Anything around physical, social distancing, hygiene, disinfection, prevention, um, personal protective equipment. So the like how you deal with that, and you know, like how you stock that, and all this sort of thing. Employee protection, supplier management. If you got a lot of suppliers coming to your facility, how do you manage this? Um, and then anything related to equipment, which has probably not been discussed enough, I guess, in the in 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 communication that we can see at the moment, you know, so anything around air circulation, um, a good example is, is around Legionella risk. You know, it's always an example I like using. So if you, if your facility is using, for example, hot water system and talking about, you know, showers, um, any, any hot water basically that, that could be used if you got a, if there is some pool or, or anything like that, Legionella is, is a huge risk. You know, so if someone is uh, basically catching Legionella, they got about 11% chance to basically die from, from Legionella disease, you know, so which when with COVID, it's, uh, I think it's something like 0.5%, you know, so it's a, it's a very risky um, element. And, um, and just to give you a hint, like we basically, you need to increase the temperature above 60 degrees and let the tap run for about 20 minutes. So that's, uh, that's how you get rid of it. Um, but yeah, it, all those things need to be considered as well. Um, another important challenge, I guess, to, to be faced by many large organizations is related to supply chain. You know? So even if you are ready to restart, how can you ensure that your supply chain and your suppliers are basically not at risk? You know? And like, if, if you can't get your product, how do you, how do you operate? You know? So it's another, it's another challenge there. So what, um, what we've done... Um, Basically, you know, it, it, like internally, we've got a lot of experts and, and people working as hygienists and stuff like that. So in the past two months, they've been working in collecting all data and, and information um, publicly available from reliable sources, such as, you know, the, uh, the World Health Organization, the International Labor Organization, and so on, and put together some guidelines and checklists based on the on, on most recognized best practice and recommendation. Um, the, as I said, you know, the first step for us um, is, is to collectively with the client define the control points that they will be independently audited against. So, and these, these are critical. That's a critical step. So if you don't have guidelines, if you don't have protocols, so we're here to help. We can, we, you can access, you know, our, um, our work in that space and basically try to put things, uh, things in place to, to follow best practices. The, when, when we've uh, determined the control points, what we do is to break that into questions and we send that as a self-assessment questionnaire for each facility to assess their readiness for an audit. So we believe that it's, it's giving, you know, it's, it's probably a better approach. Um, we've seen different clients with different needs. So some clients would request us to do a remote audit before coming to site. Um, we, we've seen that from experience, a self-assessment questionnaire works really well. So the facility basically answers all those questions, send that back to us, and we can assess their readiness for, for an audit. Um, the self-assessment questionnaire typically covers uh, four main elements. So anything related to process, so policies, procedures that are being developed to protect employees, maintain business continuity. Anything related to hygiene, to maintain basically good hygiene in the premises, anything related to people and 
basically people behavior is the is the number one factor you know that we need to to, to look at um so social distancing uh, wearing ppe and and how they protect themselves you know from from the situation and anything related to the facilities as i mentioned before you know anything related to the inspection regime and stuff like that um, so when the self-assessment questionnaire is reviewed, we determine, um, we schedule basically an audit, um, and this audit is conducted by an experienced BV uh, health and safety professional. And the idea here is to, is to really evaluate the effectiveness and application of the measures implemented at the site. So obviously it's, uh, it's easy to put, well, relatively easy, I guess, to put things on paper. Um, what we do is is to independently check that this has been uh, has been implemented so um, nothing different from from what you might have experienced you know when when we talk about inspections audits or, or anything like that but we we do um we do this through documentation review obviously uh visual observations of activities and also interviews with local site personnel so each control point um, that we identified previously is assessed against the requirements of the protocols or guidelines and anything, it's, it's either compliant or non-compliant. So if it's, uh, if it's compliant, obviously the company could demonstrate that everything's been put in place. Um, when we talk about no compliance, it's, it means that yeah, you got little element or no element to demonstrate um, compliance. When, um, when this is done, so if there are some non-compliant findings, so what we said here is that the, the facility have 10 working days, but again, this is just for the sake of the, uh, of the methodology, but uh, obviously you got, you got a defined amount of time to rectify the issues. Um, and when this is done, we issue a compliance certificate and a safeguard label to the facility. So the, the idea with that safeguard label, um, it's getting a lot of traction, you know, and uh, again, it's as good as the, what the market is putting as a value there, but we've got a lot of big partners, uh, many, many globally, you know, and, and when you look at the context in Europe or the US, you know, where people are really like, they start lifting restrictions when there's still a lot of people like, affected by, by the by the COVID-19 you know so like in Australia we had like a little bit more than 100 um, deaths in, in the past I guess two and a half months when in France for example when I'm from you know they still have 700 people dying every day and they've and they're lifting those restrictions similar to what we got here so you can imagine that the the people are, are quite anxious to to go back to their local restaurants and stuff like that so when an organization or when when people would have the choice between an organization with no measures or with something they can show the world that yeah they've implemented things they've it's not we're not talking about eliminating the risk because this is not possible but we're talking about mitigating or reducing the risk as far as practically possible and this this label is basically showing the society that yes this facility they've got something in place so examples of you know like that that could present like this on a on a small cafe or you know it, it's it's very um, can vary basically. So you see that there's a QR code as well. So people would would basically scan that and um, and have access to a um, 
a global website though so i'm gonna i'm gonna show you that in a minute but this is well the idea is to really give visibility you know and and it's not um we're not pushed for profits on this one you know what we really want to do is to assist the society getting back to normal you know and and we make this service very affordable uh on purpose because we want people to basically regain trust regain confidence that they can they can basically go back to to their to their normal life you know so um that public website so it's uh, i can show you the uh demo sort of uh page that we've got at the moment and i'm gonna put that across my screen here um so yeah so basically it will look like that so if we go back to uh our zone here so people basically when they're going to scan uh, the qr codes uh they would have access to these and see for example this one is uh is one of the uh, the company we're working with at the moment so park regis in in sydney so you can have like people would have information about what's been done that's an initial audit being done here in the hospitality sector uh there'll be some validity uh information there as well um and and basically a link to the website so that's uh that's what this website will look like yeah, going back into it um and i think that would be the end of this uh, short presentation for me okay jeremy we do have some questions in the chat panel um jennifer asks can we get a copy of the self-assessment checklist um yeah this is this is something we can uh we can give you know like we probably like i wouldn't mind having a having a discussion first you know because there's there's some obviously like element of it that are quite uh i suppose like a bv centric you know so we need uh but yeah we can like if you can distribute my contact detail i'll, I'll be happy to, to show jennifer what it looks like here definitely yeah we'll send the contact details on the email um katie has asked how do you audit when the guidelines seem to be always changing yeah well this uh the guidelines change yes and no um because at the end of the day you know we we know that uh, social distancing for example is something that would remain uh we've got things around like personal protective equipment so this you know like there's a lot of fixed elements that are that are there and it's it's many around behavior of people and and practices um the if things are changing drastically and if we receive information that would basically be a breakthrough and and yeah this is what needs to be done of course we'll go back to those guys to and, and the sides that we've audited and, and just like look at this particular element i guess but at the moment yeah that's you know like yeah there's there's a lot of things that would that would be that would remain and that would be there you know like when you look at disinfecting equipment uh frequency for disinfecting uh the, the space between to live between people the, the you know the, the layout of the workplace and stuff like that so this are likely to remain similar so i guess at best those restrictions might ease a little bit but yeah that's uh yeah we try to adapt as uh yeah that i think this methodology has to be very agile and very flexible so that that yeah it's a good point 
Okay, I, I've just shared a link to a previous webinar we did with GreenCap on workplace hygiene management, if people are interested in that. Um, now, Jennifer asks, is this specific only for COVID? Can it extend to things like the flu, etc.? Hmm. Oh, well, look, it's, uh, it's been developed in the context of COVID, but um, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, the, what, what's in there is to give people confidence, you know, so um, in the past, flu has been always something like uh, that yeah, we, we hear, you know, once a year when it comes to, to do a flu jab and stuff like that, but uh, it's never... I guess prevented business to operate, you know, and, and but now if we if this can be of, of some importance, yeah, of course this this can be done. But again, the whole idea is to give like people comfort that they can go back to businesses and stuff like that. So flu flu probably was not identified as a as a key um I suppose obstacle to that, you know. Okay, um, Pedro has asked if we can share the presentation. We will be sending that with an email probably later today or tomorrow, Pedro, with the video and the slide share. Um, Tony asks, the public website visualising, quote, safe business is a good idea, but in reality, do you think the uptake will not be sufficient to be effective? Yeah, well, it's uh, as I said before, you know, it's so like Australia might be in a slightly different situation than the rest of the world, you know. So we've seen uh, like there is enormous, enormous traction in Europe around that, you know. Like if you if you Google uh, Safeguard Bureau Veritas, you'll see a list. I think at the moment we might have like fifty or sixty very large multi-site organization or franchisee model, you know, very keen to push for that. So. Again, if uh, it's always a matter of a number jumping in to set the standards and, and basically others would, would, would be like, okay, well, if those guys are doing it, it's, it there is a competitive advantage into, into it. You know? So that's, uh, yeah. But again, we've seen a very different situation, very different scenario in, in all different countries, depending on their, where they sit um, with the COVID situation. So... You know, like this website, yeah, we we believe that it was a great idea to give exposure to businesses and we try as much as we can from our end to give, uh, to put a lot of communication for businesses, um, like opting for that, for that solution. So it's, it, I guess it's a double benefit so they can demonstrate, yeah, they've got, they've got good uh, practices inside, but also it's a, it's a free promotion for them as well and good communication, positive communication. Um, yes. All right, um, Jeremy, we don't have any more message, uh, sorry, questions at the moment. So um, that ha it has happened before that they start to come in at the end. Um, so I think we can leave it there. I really appreciate you coming uh, online today to present and um, hopefully we can do some more um, informative webinars down the track as well. So thank you very much, Jeremy. No worries. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Okay, bye.